This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents On the Rubber. A look at both teams' pitching numbers through six innings as we go to the top of the seventh and BYU with a 5-3 lead. Bobby Christie stays on the hill for the Waves, facing Mitch McIntyre. Curveball in for strike one. Hinkle and Christie combined for six completes so far. He's given up seven hits, five runs, all of them earned, striking out six, walking two. 114 pitches thrown till the seventh. A swing and a miss from Mitch to 0-2. For BYU pitchers, Robison, Callahan, McKee, and they go six. Give up ten hits. Three runs, all of them earned. Striking out eight, walking four. And 122 pitches. That's discount tires on the rubber. Brought to you by discount tire. Let's get you taken care of. And a chase pitch bounces in front of the plate for ball one. One and two to Mitch McIntyre. BYU on the strength of a four-run sixth leads 5-3. The 1-2 high for ball two. Two and two the count to Mitch McIntyre. The Cougs take a lead into the seventh inning, and BYU in leading after six, a dominant 21-1 on the year. Pepperdine conversely when trailing after six, 1-18 on the year. Grounder off the chest of Christie, catches up to it, and will scoop and not get McIntyre. Mitch beats it out for the infield single. The grounder up the middle off the chest of Christie, and then the scoop was not in time. And McIntyre is aboard. Lead batter on for BYU here in the top of the seventh. And Mitch McIntyre, two for four today. His now first single scored a run. Number 27, Ryan Sapiti now bats on an 0 for 3 day. A couple strikeouts, both of them swinging in the third and the sixth. He bats now in the seventh. So for both of these teams, they're kind of six-inning games. Once six innings have happened, you kind of know what's going to happen. At least that's been, it, been the case this year for both teams. Taking off is McIntyre, and that ball skips to the catcher. Wasn't going to be a chance for a throw anyway. And they're going to call McIntyre not reaching on an infield single, but an error. They're going to call that an error on the pitcher by not getting it to first base in time? Hmm. Okay. That was a sharp shot up the middle. And they're not going to give Mitch the uh, stolen base either. That'll be a wild pitch. That'll be a single through the 5-6 hole by Sapiti. It'll hold McIntyre at third corners now with no one out as the Cougs look to poured on a little bit with a two-run lead. So Mitch McIntyre reaching what they'll call an E1. Number 22, going to second on a wild pitch and now to third on the single by Ryan Sapiti. The single through the left side and Sapiti's first hit of the day extends his streak to eight games. So what of Sapiti's last at-bats of the day? He adds to his streak and now it's first and third for Cole Gamble. And things have somewhat fallen apart for Pepperdine as the Cougs on the comeback trail have taken the lead and look to add. We're in the top of the seventh, 5-3, BYU leading it. Gamble. Singled and scored in the sixth. A swing and a miss from Cole. And Gamble, with that single in the sixth, now has a seven-game hit streak and a 12-game reached base streak. Two for six in the series with an RBI is Gamble and a run scored. 0-1 to Cole. On first is Sapiti, on third is McIntyre. BYU's up 5-3 here in the top of the seventh. Cole takes high and outside. The Gamble family on hand. 
here at Eddie D Field Stadium. Spent some time with Cole's parents last night in the hotel. Met an uncle before the game today. That's popped up foul down the third base line. And that's not reachable. Lands on the tarp roll. Can't imagine the tarp gets a ton of use. Here in sunny Malibu. One and two to gamble. BYU's DH. Normally BYU's right fielder when he's healthy, but coming back from injury, he's been DHing. Injured his left foot against Gonzaga in late March back in Provo. Making a catch in right field. Breaking ball stays high for ball two. Two and two from Bobby Christie to Cole Gamble. Christie in relief of Hinkle. Hinkle went a season high with his pitch count. 102 pitches today. And really struggled toward the end of his outing. Portended bad things for Pepperdine. Oh, and that's striped to first base. First baseman will handle the grounder, come home, and it's safe as McIntyre. As he got to home at the same time as the throw, and Ryan Johnson couldn't handle the hot shot throw from Walzakowski at first. And so coming hard on the grounder was McIntyre and scores the Cougs' sixth run as Gamble reaches. On that sharp grounder to first base, Walzakowski blocked it, came up, and came home with it. And... McIntyre might have been out had Johnson been able to hang on the ball, but either way, the ball came loose, and McIntyre was called safe. It'll be a pinch runner now for Gamble, as Dawson Hall will take Gamble's place at first base. That uh, left foot still tender, I'm sure, for Cole, but it's an RBI for Gamble, who reaches on a fielder's choice, and will now be pinch run for by Dawson Hall here in the top of the seventh. So an RBI for Cole, his second of the series. And BYU leads now by a score of 6-3. to three. Cougs trailed 3-1, to one, have scored five straight. So the 3-2 fielder's choice allows Gamble to reach. Hall now takes his place. Sapedes at second, first and second, and still no one out with McIntyre scoring. On that 3-2, fielder's choice by Gamble. The throw home not in time to catch McIntyre. So McIntyre scores, and Gamble gets the RBI. 6-3 Cougs. Squaring and pulling back is Austin Deming. 1-1 one one the count to Austin, catching up with the count to the next BYU batter, Austin Deming. So Cole Gamble's day is done after producing BYU's sixth run. Christie kicks and fires. And that's missing high and outside. 89-mile-per-hour heater off the black for two balls. Two balls and a strike to Austin Deming. Deming, one for three today. Sandwiching a single with a strikeout in the second and a 1-3 ground out in the sixth. His single came in the fourth. He was stranded. 2-1 to Deming. Still no one out. And BYU two on. That's well hit to left field, but left fielder will... Size it up and watch it into his glove. No tag. And the first out of the seventh comes off the bat of Austin Deming. A fly out to left field. Jacob Rogers. Now batting for the Cougars. Well, now bat. 16, Jacob Rogers. So Sapiti is on second. And Dawson Hall. Pinch running for Cole Gamble. Is at first. 
Jacob Rogers today walked and scored in the sixth. He scored on the bases loaded double by Colin Reuter. Reuter's got the biggest hit of the day. Mm. That breaking ball never broke and stayed high and forced a duck by Jacob Rogers. So ball one. And the Pepperdine pitching falling apart a little bit. And the Cougars taking complete advantage. Six to three, the lead now. Six runs on eight hits for BYU. Pepperdine three runs on ten hits. Foul tip strike by Rogers. One and one the count. Bobby Christie in relief of Trevor Hinkle. Cougs have used three pitchers today. Bryce Robinson went three and two-thirds. Aiden Callahan an inning and two-thirds. And Cooper McKeon, two-thirds of an inning. And the two, were two, two outs he got were both via the strikeout. Both swinging strikeouts using that nasty curveball. The 1-1, one, one, one out and two on for BYU. First and second here in the top of the seventh. Christie. On the curve, gets a swing and strike. So Jacob Rogers, seeing the hammer drop, will step out, reaffix the batting gloves, and dig back in. Jacob today is 0 for 2. Two flyouts in that base on balls. He did score on the Reuter bases loaded double. Back in the sixth. We're in the seventh in a 6-3 ball game. Breaking ball, chopper to the third baseman, handle. Fire to first low, and Walzakowski with a good pick to get Rogers second and third now, two out. As runners advance on the ground out, Sapiti to third, and Hall to second on the 5-3 ground out. So two out for Josh Cowden. But not before a mound visit, as Bobby Christie's day is now done. So a third pitcher to come in for the Waves, giving us a 60-second break for a pitching change. We'll come back to Pepperdine after this. We're in the top of the seventh, two out and two on for BYU. A new pitcher for the Waves right after this. It's BYU 6 and Pepperdine 3, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for the Waves. First left-hander we'll see today, Grant Georges is his name. Georges with a 6.19 ERA, a 1-2 record on the year, making his 17th appearance, all of them out of the pen. Does have seven saves on the year. The normal closer is in in a game the Waves trail by three right now, 6-3. to three. The Cougs took a 1-0 lead, top three, bottom of the third, a three-run home run from Cam Connolly put the Waves on top 3-1, to one, and the score stayed that way until the sixth inning when Collins Colin Reuter, in a bases-loaded situation, drilled a double to right center, cleared the bases, and gave BYU the 4-3 lead. Ozzie Pratt added a run in that inning with an RBI single bringing home Reuter. And then in the seventh, just moments ago, Mitch McIntyre came home on a fielder's choice grounder from Cole Gamble, giving us a 6-3 score. BYU leading it after trailing 3-1, so five straight for the Cougs. And BYU, yes, has gone to the magic six-run number. We'll see a pinch hitter. Jacob Wilk will hit in place of Josh Cowden. So with Cowden being a left-handed bat and Wilk being a righty, we will see Jacob Wilk hit. It's his first action of the week. He'd been sick and missed the Fullerton game, didn't play yesterday, and is now getting his first plate appearance. 
as a pinch hitter in the eight hole with two on and two out. Second and third for Wilk. He'll take inside for ball one from Grant Georges. So Jacob Wilk here in the top of the seventh will bat for Cowden. Two runners in scoring position. Jacob on the year hitting 200 with runners in scoring position. A swing and a miss for strike one. His two out hitting number is better, 294 on the year. And his slugging percentage number is what helps uh, Jacob stand out. He's BYU's leader in slugging percentage at 521 on the year. The 1-1. That's striped but foul. It'll ricochet into the BYU bullpen in the left field corner. One ball, two strikes to BYU pinch hitter Jacob Wilk. Normally the Cougar first baseman, Jacob Wilk, but getting sick this week put Jacob Rogers on the first base bag. BYU, by the way, when scoring six or more runs, I give you that magic number. They're 19-2 when scoring six or more, and they're at the six-run mark right now. Six to three is our score. And that's a grounder chop foul behind third base coach Brent Herring. Brent Herring at third, Noah Hill at first. And BYU head coach Trent Pratt now working out of the dugout in his previous role. He was the third base coach for BYU. Brent went to third. Noah came out of the dugout. And Trent goes in and works the rail with his team leading 6-3 to three here in the top of the seventh. BYU's being out hit but is outscoring the waves here in Malibu. A breaking ball and a swing and a miss for Jacob Wilk, and that will do it for BYU in the seventh. Time for the seventh inning stretch as BYU in the seventh adds another run. On a hit. In the top of the seventh for BYU. And there was an error. One run on one hit. And one there were two left, two, men left on. And we go to the bottom of the seventh. BYU six and Pepperdine three. The seventh inning stretch is brought to you by Mountain America. Official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're back with the bottom of the seventh. The Cougs leading by three on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom seven, BYU sixth. Six and Pepperdine three is our score. Cooper McKeon stays on the hill and delivers ball one high and over the glove of Colin Reuter. Well, for BYU, winning WCC series has been an arduous task. The Cougs have lost five of their six conference series thus far. But they're looking for their first series win in four weeks with a win in this game here today. Took the opener yesterday, now lead Pepperdine 6-3 late. That's strike one. The high ball one from Cooper McKeon. One ball, one strike two. Ryan Johnson. Johnson leads off the Pepperdine seventh. So yes, BYU's lost five of six league series, but BYU's won at least one game in every series to this point. And looking to take at least two of three, and that's a second ball over the glove of Colin Reuter into the backstop here in this at-bat. So Coop's going to rosin up again here. Look to tighten the grip, get what he wants here as he's lost a couple high. Two balls and a strike to Ryan Johnson. So Cougars proving you can, you can lose five of six league series and still be in the mix for the conference tournament. And certainly they believe if they can win their last three series, they'll get to Stockton. That's why I've talked about this weekend as that's fouled out of play for strike two. This weekend kind of being an elimination series of sorts. The loser of this series will have a tough time climbing enough spots to make it to Stockton. Two balls, two strikes the count. The scoreboard yet to catch up with the count. Two and two it is. Shows two and one on the board. Two and two to Johnson. 
And that's a swing and a miss. The third strike is not caught. Reuter will fire to first, and that will be the official strikeout on the first base bag. So, Cooper McKeon has faced four batters and gotten three of them swinging. Coop has everything working right now, including that nasty hammer. Quinn Landis will hit. One out here in the bottom of the seventh. BYU six and Pepperdine three is our score. That's high for ball one. So the Cougs' only series win was four weeks ago at home, the sweep of Santa Clara. That's the only series win. They've lost the other five series, but have won one game in all of those games, all of those series. Called strike 0-2 to Quint Landis. And so with a win today, BYU would be assured of a series win for the first time in four weeks. And the Cougs hope today and this weekend starts a run that gets them to the conference tournament and as high as they can go in the league standings. That'll be a chase pitch, low and in the dirt, away for one ball and two strikes. They're in the top of the ninth in Moraga, and St. Mary's leading San Francisco 3-0 and two out against the Dons. That would be a good score. It would drop USF farther back in the pack and help BYU's cause on this Friday afternoon. That's high for ball two. Two and two the count, two. Quint Landis from Cooper McKeon. Southpaw on the hill, right-handed bat in the box. Belonging to Quint Landis. Landis today 0 for, th uh, 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. He reached on a fielder's choice and scored on the three-run home run by Cam Conley in the third. The 2-2 from Coop stays high. I beg your pardon, the 3-2. The scoreboard was off a pitch on that. That's a walk for Quint Landis. A one-out walk of Landis. And a pinch hitter for Jacob Rebrook is yesterday's starting DH, Nolan Lingley. So Lingley will bat for Jacob Redbrook here in the bottom of the seventh. BYU's up 6-3. to three. It's one out and one on for the Waves. Quint Landis with a one-out walk. Cooper McKeon, lefty on the mound, kicks and fires, and pipes in a 90-mile-per-hour fastball for strike one. BYU has two series remaining after this weekend, and both will be at home. The 0-1 from Coop. Outside for ball one. BYU will be home to Pacific next weekend and LMU the weekend after. And it is time to scoreboard watch and see who has what left. And Pepperdine has two teams ahead of it in the standings to finish off at LMU and home to Portland to end the season. Opposite field slicing away from Ryan Sapiti. He'll make the run to the line and make the catch. For out number two, retreating to first base is Landis. So Lingley fouls out, uh, flies out to right field. Cam Conley will now hit. Cam Conley hit the three-run home run that put the Waves up 3-1 in the third. BYU scored the last five since to take a 6-3 lead. We're bottom seven, two out for Longley or for Conley with uh, Lingley on first. So Nolan Lingley on first and Cam Conley in the box. And Conley's home run was a bomb to straightaway center. That's a breaking ball that skips 
in the dirt to Reuter. So one ball, no strikes to Conley. The 1-0 with two out and one on. And that's opposite field in the air to right. And Sapiti in shadow will make the catch. And back-to-back -back flyouts to right to end the Pepperdine seventh. For the waves, no runs, no hits, no errors. One was left on. We go top eight, BYU sixth, and Pepperdine three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Colin Reuter will lead off the top of the eighth for BYU. In his last at-bat, it was a bases-loaded double, a three-run double. That put BYU back on top. The Cougs hope to stay. BYU went from down 3-1 to leading 4-3 on the double by Reuter. The count to 2-1 from Grant Georges. Southpaw on the hill for the Waves. And Reuter leading off the top of the eighth. Takes high for ball three. Three and one. It's gone final in Moraga. Good score for BYU. St. Mary's three. San Francisco two. The Dons drop back to 11 and 11. St. Mary's goes to 7 and 15. The Gales will likely not have enough to make it to Stockton, but they can bring people back to the pack, and they did today by beating San Francisco. And that'll be a five-pitch walk of Colin Reuter. So here in the eighth, lead runner aboard for BYU. The lead batter is Reuter, and he's on first with a base on balls. Ozzie Pratt will now hit. So back to the WCC situation. USF goes to 11 and 11. BYU with a win today would also be 500 in league at 10 and 10. So essentially a tie for that last tournament spot. That's why today and this weekend so huge for BYU. Pratt hits with Reuter. He squares. Will chop a bunt, handled by Georges, and conveys it to Walzakowski with Pratt hustling down the first baseline. The bunt fielded. And the 1-3 ground out. It's a sacrifice bunt as Colin Ruder will go to second. So, Ozzie Pratt, BYU's sacrifice bunt's leader, now has his fourth sacrifice bunt of the year. And Colin Ruder is in scoring position with one out for Brock Watkins. Strike one into Brock. So Ozzie today. Ozzie one for two. Couple hit by pitches and a sacrifice bunt. The 0-1. Chopper foul by Watkins. Down the third baseline. No balls, two strikes, and one out. With Colin Reuter on second, a runner in scoring position for Watkins. Brock's risp number is 308 on the year, 284 on the season. Slice foul down the first baseline. No balls, two strikes, it stays to Brock. Brock today is 0 for 4 with three flyouts and a strikeout.
Brock two for eight in the series with a run scored. He'll pop it up to first base. Devin Walzakowski settling under it in foul territory, making the catch for out number two. And Colin Ruder will stay at second base. So Ruder, a leadoff walk, was sacrificed over by Pratt. Now but the pop-up by Watkins will bring Mitch McIntyre to the plate with two out. And Ruder on second. So Watkins' day is 0 for 5 to this point. And that may be the last at-bat we see for Brock. Certainly the Cougs would like it to be that way. Well, they wouldn't mind if it's his last at-bat as long as the uh, outs continue to be re recorded on the other end. If the Cougs want to keep hitting through nine, that's fine too. No balls and a strike and a take by Mitch. Mitch McIntyre with a single in the third. His one hit and a one for four day. A run on an RBI. He scored in the seventh, and that single in the third brought home a run. BYU's first run of the day. That's a wave from Mitch to 0-2. McIntyre brought home Cowden in the third inning. BYU led 1-0 after two and a half. And that three-run home run by the Waves put him up 3-1. Stayed that way till the sixth, where BYU scored four to take a 5-3 lead. One more in the seventh, a 6-3 lead. We're now in the eighth. And two out, and the 0-2 count to BYU center fielder Mitch McIntyre with Ruder on second. Georges kicks and fires, and he'll dirt that. Ruder's going to take off for third. There will be no throw. So wild pitch puts Ruder on third. Now the Cougs' seventh run is 90 feet away. Mitch McIntyre saw his 11-game reached base streak end yesterday. But he's been aboard twice, one via a single. And an E1 officially put him on board in the seventh, which I thought could have been an infield hit. He then scored on a Cole Gamble fielder's choice RBI. He has scored the last run for BYU. And that'll be a swing and a miss and a forward K to end the BYU eighth for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors. A runner was left on. We go to the bottom of the eighth. BYU six, Pepperdine three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to back here in Malibu, we've got a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. And the Cougars go to the closer, the fresh arm of Reed McLaughlin. The right-hander on the hill enters with BYU leading it by three and Pepperdine down to its final six outs. Reed McLaughlin, the Cougars' career saves leader. With seven on this season, a 3.4, uh, a 3.05 ERA, one and two on the year, making his 21st appearance. McLaughlin and Cy Nielsen have tied for the most appearances for BYU this year with 21 apiece. McLaughlin in 20 and two thirds has given up 21 hits, has struck out 22 and walked six, so an almost four to one strikeout to walk ratio. Orange glove on his left hand. The right-hander gets ready to deliver to Greg Melhoff, the third baseman. And the first pitch is a 94-mile-per-hour heater right down PCH for strike one. 0-1 to Melhoff. BYU 6 and Pepperdine 3, our score, bottom eight here in Malibu. Cook's looking to get back to 500 in the WCC high and away from Reed. 
So a potential two-inning save in the works for McLaughlin here. Cougs up three, 6-3, the 1-1 from Reed. That's a healthy hack and a swing and a miss on 93. The fastball from Reed. He'll rub the ball and reset for Melhoff. Melhoff today one for three. Stripes it in the air to center field. Mitch McIntyre, good jump on it and makes the catch on the run in right center. One out. Pepperdine down to five outs. Melhoff on the fly out now to center. For the way, Devin Walczykowski will now hit. Devin Walczykowski. Walczykowski with a base on balls in the second. A strikeout in the third. A single and was stranded in the sixth. Reed McLaughlin. Distinctive for his orange glove and for his rapid delivery. His motion is very concise. Ball gets there in a hurry. And that's a 93-mile-per-hour fastball, a swing and a miss for strike one against Walzakowski. We're back here tomorrow at 2 o'clock Mountain Time, 1 o'clock Pacific for the series ender. Cook's looking to clinch the series with a win here today. Foul back out of play for 0-2, the count to Walzakowski. The Cougs for a while had a really good habit of winning on Thursday and then had a tough time on their Fridays and invariably would lose a number of series on Saturday. Cook's looking to take care of business with wins on Thursday and Friday. That's some chin music in on Walzakowski for ball one, one and two. McLaughlin working first base side of the rubber. Colin Reuter setting his target. And it's outside. The 1-2. And that is lined. Just foul down the first baseline. 1-2, the count stays. BYU six runs on eight hits. They've committed one error. Pepperdine three runs on ten hits, one error. So BYU's being out hit, yet leading by three. Six to three is our score. Cougs looking to clinch the series for the first time in four weeks. And that's high heat, 93, and the wave. And that'll be two out. And top of the order up with two gone for Charles Messino. BYU pitchers today, nine strikeouts. Making 10 on the K by McLaughlin. So 10 strikeouts to five bases on balls for BYU pitchers today. 10 strikeouts. Balancing out the 10 hits scattered by Cougar Hurlers. Messino, left-handed bat facing righty McLaughlin, and that's fouled on the ground down the third baseline. 0-1 to Messino. Waves down to their final four outs. BYU with a four-run sixth. Adding one in the seventh for now a 6-3 lead, and of course it would be the sixth. It's BYU's best inning by far this year. And that sixth number, kind of a big one. The sixth inning's been big, and when BYU gets to six runs, they win almost all their games. 19-2, the Cougar record when scoring six or more, and they've gotten to six. With a win today, BYU would drop Pepperdine below 500 for the first time all year, and that's a backwards K, the 0-2. And it's a caught-looking strikeout around the knees at 93. McLaughlin case two of the three batters he faces in the eighth. And for Pepperdine, no runs, no hits, no errors. There was no one left on. We go to the top of the ninth. BYU six at Pepperdine three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. A couple of off-speed breaking pitches from Grant Georges to Ryan Sapiti to open the BYU ninth. And it's 0-2 to Sapiti. And just like that, it's a swinging strikeout as we come back in. So it was already 0-2 when we came back from break and then a swinging strikeout and the third time today that Sapiti is down on a forward K. So one out for Dawson Hall. Dawson Hall pinch ran for Cole Gamble. And he's now hitting in Cole's spot in the batting order. Dawson Hall. So BYU with a win today would have a fourth straight win for the first time. Since its six-game win streak ended in early March, Dawson Hall goes up the middle, stripes a single to center. And so Dawson Hall with his seventh hit of the season and just his 36th at-bat. The freshman reaches with one out here in the top of the ninth. BYU six and Pepperdine three is our score. So I mentioned BYU with a win today gets four straight wins. They haven't won four in a row in quite a while. It's been two months. And Pepperdine, if it loses, would have a four-game losing streak for the first time this year. Pepperdine lost the Santa Clara finale. Then at Santa Barbara Tuesday, and the opener to BYU yesterday, so four straight losses would be a first-time occurrence for the Waves this season. And that might just do it, too, for their tournament hopes if they don't win this game today and or the series. The 1-0 to Austin Deming. 2-0 with Dawson Hall taking off, stealing second. Yes, ahead of the throw. So it was a bouncer to the catcher, Johnson, but he came up and fired anyway, but give Dawson Hall the stolen base after singling up the middle. So Dawson draws the throw, takes his bag, and is now two for four on his bag swipes this year. He's in scoring position now for Austin Deming. 2-0 to Dem. That's going to be three balls and no strikes. To BYU's third baseman, Austin Deming. BYU's up 6-3. So Pepperdine, which had not even been 500 at any point this year until yesterday, and has not lost four in a row at any point. Sees both of those things about to happen or could happen to BYU this weekend. That's a four-pitch walk as Grant Georges goes four straight balls to Deming, and the Cougs have now two aboard with one out. Number 16, Jacob Rogers, Rogers will bat next. Austin Deming's, Austin Deming's day today. Uh, one, four, four with a base on balls. Young Cougar fan encouraging the boys in gray today. Gray and blue pinstripes for BYU. Empty count, one out, two on for Jacob Rogers. He's, he walked and scored in the sixth. Part of his 0 for 3 day. Takes ball one, and we'll see a mound visit. Pitching coach Cameron Rowland out to have a conversation. Grant George's is the southpaw on the hill for Pepperdine. This game is uh, just about three hours old. Yesterday's game was uh, a little brisker. 2.42 was our time yesterday. Yesterday's attendance was 3.76. Pepperdine, after yesterday, was averaging 419 fans through 20 dates. BYU back at Miller Park. 
averaging 1,714 fans through 14 dates. Tremendous crowd support by Cougar Nation back at Larry H. Miller Field. We'll be back there Tuesday for Dixie State. Dixie on Tuesday at 5. Pacific Thursday at 8, and that'll be an ESPNU game. And then Pacific Friday at 6, followed by Pacific Saturday at 1. That's the weekend series setup. So BYU's next uh, five games will all be at five different mountain times when it comes to starts. So check your schedule, check your calendar, and be prepared to make your travel plans accordingly. The first pitch times will vary over the next few games. The 1-0. That's fouled back onto the concession area hillside behind me. One ball, one strike. Grant George is on the hill. The lanky southpaw kicks and fires to Austin Deming. Got a runner on second and Dawson Hall. Beg your pardon, Jacob Rogers in the box. Deming at first. Dawson Hall at second. Deming walking to reach first. And Jacob Rogers now awaits the 2-1 from Georges. Georges bends at the waist. Hangs his pitching arm at his side. Now comes set. Kicks and fires. And that'll be inside near the elbow of Rogers for ball three. Three and one. Yeah, Pepperdine pitching... Lost a little bit of control late in Trevor Hinkle's outing. And no one has truly excelled on the mound since that point for Pepperdine. Of course, Cougar hitters are certainly skilled in punishing, and they have been to Pepperdine pitching today. And that's another walk. That's a breaking ball that stayed high. So on the 3-1 count, Rogers will take his base. And it's back-to-back-to-back batters reaching for BYU. A single, a walk, and another walk. And its base is loaded here in the top of the ninth. BYU already with a 6-3 lead and one out. Hayden Latham will pinch it for Josh Cowden. Pinch it for Jacob Wilk. Beg your pardon. Wilk pinch it for Cowden. And now Latham will occupy the eighth spot in the batting order. Latham hitting with the bases loaded and taking strike one. Hayden this year, three for six with the bases loaded. He has been producing with the sacks stacked. And a chance to add some insurance runs for BYU. Even a sacrifice fly would do the trick here. The 0-1, and that's two strikes piped in from Georges. That's a breaker at 79. Dawson Hall on third, Austin Deming on second, and Jacob Rogers on first for Hayden Latham in the box. Right-handed hitting against the lefty thrower, Georges, the 0-2. That's taken low and inside. A chase pitch in the dirt for one and two the count. BYU looking to clinch its first series since four weeks ago today against Santa Clara back at Miller Park. Pepperdine trying to avoid losing four straight for a first time all year, but they're down three in the ninth. And the Cougs have the bases loaded and only one out. With Hayden Latham digging in, awaits the 1-2 from the stretch. Georges. Curveball stays high and 
Hayden Latham fouls it out of play down the first base line, landing in the wave bullpen area. And again, the bullpens are in play in foul territory. Six three, our score, top nine. Chopper foul to the BYU on deck circle. BYU today with the bases loaded. One for one. And on the year, 27 for 75, almost 360, the average with bases loaded. The 1 2 to Latham. Breaking ball grounded to short. The scoop to second for one. The throw to first and gets him with a toe tip and a toe tap on the first base bag by Walczakowski. It's an inning-ending double play, no run score, and the umpire delayed the call to see if the first baseman hung on to that relay from second, but he had to do a tightrope job on the first base bag to record the out, so BYU does not get any insurance runs as Hayden Latham grounds into a 6-4-3 DP. For BYU, no runs on a hit. There were no errors, and three were left on. We'll see if those three runs hold up for BYU. It's a 6-3 lead at the bottom of the ninth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pepperdine shortstop John Peck leads off the Waves' bottom of the ninth. BYU sixth, Waves three. Waves down to their final three outs, and the 0-1 count. Goes to one and one from Reed McLaughlin on the hill. McLaughlin looking for a two-inning save. And save number eight on the year for BYU's career saves leader. One ball, one strike to Peck. Peck today, three for four. No runs, no RBI. That's taken strike two. Reed McLaughlin, three-pitch mix. Fastball touching mid-90s. Slider in the mid-80s. And his change in the low 80s. One ball, two strikes to Peck. That goes opposite field, deep to right. Ryan Sapedi is back and to the track and makes a leaping catch at the wall! Ryan Sapedi records the first out in style. Mitch McIntyre all the way over from center field to congratulate his outfield colleague Ryan Sapedi racing to the track on the deep shot to right and Ryan leaps at the wall, crashes into the padding and holds on for out number one. Well done. That was launched off the bat of Peck and that was carrying to right. Great catch made by Sapedi for out number one. Fantastic work in the field. Connor Bradshaw now bats with one out, and the Waves down to their final two outs. BYU six, Pepperdine three. That'll settle Reed McLaughlin down here in the ninth, just to go back to work, and that is a healthy hack. And not able to catch up or getting out in front of that off speed is Connor Bradshaw for strike two, the 0-2. Gets a barrel to it. On the 94-mile-per-hour fastball, that's fouled into the BYU bullpen area. So the 0-2 with one out here in the bottom of the ninth. BYU 6 and Pepperdine 3. The Waves showing signs of kind of fading to the finish. They lost 4 of 5, 6 of 8, 8 of 11 coming in 2 today. And we'll lose this series without a massive comeback here. The hopper to 
Pratt. He'll handle the grounder at second. Got it over to Jacob Rogers at first and two out. During the bottom of the ninth. Pepperdine down to its final out. And that Ryan Johnson will hit as Bradshaw is retired on the 4-3 ground out. For the ways, number 15, Ryan Johnson. So, last hope for Pepperdine, Ryan Johnson on a five-game hit streak. The Waves runs and home runs and total bases leader. Waggles the bat over his right shoulder. Righty v. Righty here. And that'll be a foul tip strike. 0-1 to Johnson. BYU needing series wins to get to Stockton. And that road to Stockton starts here in Malibu. A series win here in Pepperdine might just be the differentiating factor by the end of it. Cougs have to take care of business at home, of course, but this series is massive. As, Brad, as uh, Johnson hits that breaking ball to right field, he's going to dig for two and settle in at second base with a sliding double. So, the work not done yet for, the waves, for BYU. Quint two out, Landis. and Quint Landis will hit now with a runner on second, and that runner is Ryan Johnson with a two-out double to right center. Cook's looking to get back to 500 would be 10 and 10 in league. Pepperdine would fall to 8 and 12, and maybe too far back to make that run to the conference tournament. But the Cougs have to get out of this one here, and there's an out to get. Foul to the screen. Now the Cougs are two strikes away. Quint Landis is behind 0-1 to Reed McLaughlin. No balls on a strike. Two out and a runner on second. The runner on second is Johnson. And that's hitting the air to right. Ryan Sapiti settling under it. Makes the catch at chest level, and that will do it. BYU, which trailed 3-1, scores the last five runs in this game. The Cougars win it 6-3. They take the series and can go for the sweep tomorrow here in Malibu. It is BYU 6 and Pepperdine 3, our final score. The Cougs win a WCC series for the second time in seven tries and the first time in four weeks. BYU takes the first two in Malibu as their quest for the conference tournament continues. The comeback Cougs get it done here at Pepperdine. Your final score is 6-3. Postgame coverage will start after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.